Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip-hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. This is Capri. I'm Mika. And this is Dante. And today we have a special guest with us. Keandra from Ecotech Visions. Alrighty. So um, we are currently in Miami, Florida. Miami Gardens, Florida. Um, recording at the actual Ecotech um, facility. Pretty nice facility, which I think. I'm impressed. I, it's a lot of um, like organic type stuff. Um, I like the drawings and the murals and the art. Work. I like the gold room because you know my living room has gold in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. so that was nice. I'm gonna have me buying some spray paint. <laughs> um, Mika, what are, your, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's nice. It's different. You know, definitely everything in it. I think it's pretty cool that all the things that y'all have going on in here. So y'all, um, with the new upgrades, are you gonna be upgrading the inside of the building as well, or just the outside of the building? No, we'll be upgrading the whole facility. We're gonna okay. be turning it into a marketplace. We'll be expanding our makers lab, which I will show you after. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alrighty. Um. So, I don't know what we have planned this weekend. How we come up with official plans, or we do know we're going to the beach. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um. Definitely going to be in swimsuits somewhere because it's hot. Exactly. Um, but you have any suggestions for us, like nightlife in Miami? Fort Lauderdale, um, Las Olas is a really nice place to go on the weekends. Wynwood, um, is really awesome. So if you like our murals, you'll love the art district. Okay. So I definitely I did look that up, Mm -hmm. um, the art district and, um, down here. It looks like it had a, has a lot of different, like really nice murals. Mm Mm-hmm. Different artists from all over. They come down from Art Basel come down here to our basil and they leave their beautiful murals everywhere throughout the city from like 20th street all over so they have different food places that you'll enjoy my favorite is coyo they have different quesadillas um kind of mexican food but with a flavor twist on it okay so it's really great okay so where can we get culture at in miami culture it's a lot of culture mainly from cuban culture haitian culture everything so i would say north miami would be the best place to get most authentic haitian food Little Havana or Highly is the best place to get Cuban coffee and any Cuban cuisine that you like. Okay. And I don't even drink coffee, but that might be a good thing for y'all. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you said North Miami? Little, North Miami? Little Havana. In North Miami for the authentication food and Little Havana and Hialeah for the best Cuban cuisine and Cuban coffee. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So we'll definitely have I to try that. I will a good cup of coffee. We're coffee drinkers. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. are. I don't drink coffee like that. But I'll, I'll taste it. I'll try something. Some things I'll try at least once. Yeah. So, and you know, the coffee isn't good. It's actually what you put into the coffee that makes it good for me. I don't know. Exactly. What about you? That's the same thing. Yeah. But I've been drinking yes. black coffee because I've been trying to cut back on calories. Mm. You look like you don't have to have you don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> but for people like me, like I have to worry about like the sugar intake and all mm-hmm. that crap. So like I've been cutting back and just drinking coffee. But coffee is disgusting. I don't black like coffee. coffee I feel like but I've been drinking black coffee, but I need it. Yeah, my thing is, I feel like if you have to, as much stuff as I put in coffee to make it drinkable, 
I just feel like I'm like really defeating the whole purpose. You are defeating the purpose. Because I yeah. pour in so much cream and put in so much sugar that by the time it's all said and done, it's probably more creamer and sugar than well, it is coffee. Is. Yeah, it's probably light brown versus dark mine brown. Is, mine is very but now so. I drink it. I drink it black, and it's almost to me it's like drinking liquor. You know, because liquor is nasty to me as much as I drink it. <laughs> it's still nasty, and yes, so it's kind of like okay, let me drink it through a straw, and I just like it's almost kind of like taking shots. But I need it in the morning to like get me going. But I don't drink it every morning. You so drink coffee? I love coffee. Oh, I'm a Starbucks fan. I love. I have my friend go to Haiti and bring me back their coffee. Oh, okay. Like, wow. I like, I'm a coffee connoisseur. Was it good? It was very good. It's strong. It has a rich flavor. Like, you know, it's grown and just grind it in the best way possible. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, you got like a love for coffee. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't like strong coffee. I just See, need I it to be kind of like in the in between. If it's too strong, it's gross. Like, uh, Starbucks is gross to me. I love the bold taste. I don't like bold. <laughs> See, I don't want I don't want it to taste like coffee. I want it to taste like creamer and sugar, which is why I probably put so much in it. So when I realized that, like I used to drink coffee because everybody else drank coffee at work, and I was like, well, I guess I could. And then when I realized, like I literally wasn't drinking coffee, I probably was drinking creamer and sugar. And I was like, well, what's the point of this? I can't drink. I do. I am a, dr- a tea drinker though. That's what I was gonna ask. I'm you. a tea drinker, but no sugar. I am a tea drinker. Just a- I can do just straight tea, like green tea. tea. I can do straight green tea, but I do like sure. to have some every now. I'll, I'll um, um, agave. Mm-hmm. I'll add agave to it, or I will add like honey to it. Um, but I can straight drink tea, straight tea. Yeah, I haven't reached that level yet um, to drink my tea without sugar, honey, or Me agave. Either. I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't like cold tea. Yeah, I don't like cold tea without sugar. I have to have sugar and cold tea. But hot tea, I drink it without sugar. Mm. Like green tea, I drink a lot of green tea, or like even like orange or whatever, just different types of tea. But I drink it with no sugar, with no problem. But warm tea is different. It got a different taste without yeah. sugar. See, I can I, mean, add, I can do warm tea. I can do warm nasty. tea with, with no sugar. With no sugar, yeah. And I don't have to have sugar. But it's tolerable. Yes. Yeah. So I can probably drink um, tea much better than I can drink coffee. And I don't really like black tea because black tea is too strong. Mm-hmm. So I like green tea. Um, if it's cold tea, I do have to have some sugar in it, though. But I'm not going to put no creamer. I've never even put creamer. You put creamer in your tea? Mm-mm. No. That's, that's nasty. <laughs> I don't know anybody that does that. No, I, I know a couple people. No. Um, but it's nasty. Uh-uh. Okay. Just so sugar. Yeah, no, they probably sugar. Like, put a lot of sugar in it. Sugar and lemon. And I've, have you ever had tea that was so sweet it tastes like syrup? Yes. Yep. McDonald's. That's so horrible. It. <laughs> it tastes like you just literally like took the pancake syrup and poured it on top of your, and poured it in a cup, and then like you're drinking it. It's that thick in consistency, and it's that gross. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty when I drink like really sweet tea. Or really, like, pop. I feel guilty when I drink that stuff. It's a true mental thing, yes. I can only have, like, maybe one or two a month. Because if I drink drink too many, it's like, what am I doing? Go back to the water. I honestly drink sweet tea about five days a week. We know you don't drink water. No, no, I don't. Um, I don't drink pop either, though. Like Sprite, maybe? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, you just drink tea? Tea, Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Juice. Okay. I mean, well, you're getting some water intake, I guess, in those spaces. Mm Mm-hmm. Probably not as much as you need, but... Not at all, probably not. Um, hey, I drink a lot of water. I do drink a lot of tea. Every now and then I'll drink a pop. I haven't probably haven't had a pop in about... Not like where a whole pop. So, like, you know, I take pop with my BC powder. Y'all know I got a BC powder addiction. I'm weaning myself off, though, y'all. I had my first BC powder in three weeks. 
yesterday. So why yesterday? You could have, you should have just kept going. No, because my head was hurting real bad, so I needed it, and I tried taking everything else. What and about Excedrin? I tried everything else, and and Excedrin is still aspirin. <laughs> See, no, DTC powder <laughs> have a different addiction. Well, I'm not. I didn't That's get none today. That's like an opioid. It is. It has to be because people get addicted. Everybody that I know to take BC powders are addicted. I have BC in my car right now. See? So, you like it too? <laughs> my mom got me on it because she has she gets really bad migraines. And I had one, a headache, like a stress headache the other day. And I'm like, it won't go away. You know what I'm going to do? Just give me some BC. And sure enough, it, it goes away. away. Like, it goes away, but they're addictive. They work, but they're addictive. I'm you know what? Is I, your mom addicted to them? She loves them. She it, has a, the 24 pack in her Thank you. Are you serious? I had the 50 pack and it was gone in like two weeks. My but, mom used to be addicted to BC powders. Mm-hmm. I used to take it every day. Well, the thing is, I, I started like, I would take it like if I felt like I was getting a headache. So that it didn't go to like a full-blown headache. So this is the thing. I think part of the issue is once you find something that actually works with your headaches, because they try to put you on like different nerve medications when you have headaches. So they, But the nerve medications, they tell you can like make you permanently blind, can cause brain damage. I'm not about that life. But you don't think BC powder has But I don't think it has that, that kind of effect on your nerves, nervous system. Now, it probably like I bruise easy, so I'm sure it's thinning out my blood because it's aspirin. And... Clearly, it was turned up my stomach. Obviously. And then, but I don't know. I don't know about the nerve thing. I'm going to say this because, you know, my mom passed and they never could find what was going on. And it was a nerve issue. So maybe it's the BC And it could have been a BC powder. Because she, she t- like, if I bought, purchased her a six-pack in a day, that wasn't even enough. Because she took so many of them. And then she ended up getting some type of, the nerve is, like, whatever. She couldn't start. She It was, like, to where she couldn't feel her legs or her feet. And the doctors could not figure out what was going on. They ran every test that they could and couldn't figure it out. And so um, it could be BC, something in BC powders. What because, it, like, when she mentioned her stomach, exactly. like, my mom used to have stomach issues because it, it tears up your stomach. And so she would have to take Pepsi AC. Like, it's like you have to take something else to fix another problem. And so it could be, like, the long term. I, I mean, I get it. it it's possible. Well, no, I'm going to take it when I need to take it. I just won't take it. Like, I'll start off with something else and then take that. Well, because the problem is, like I said, I have really bad headaches. I can't function when I have a headache like that. Like, So I know someone that's going to a chiropractor right now. Have you tried that or acupuncture? Yes, I have tried a chiropractor. I have also tried acupuncture. I have also tried doing massages on a regular basis. None of it is long, like a long-term fix. It will probably help like for the day or like with that headache. But if I have multiple headaches, and I think most of my headaches are surrounded, like, around my period because I do get menstrual headaches. Um, And so, like, when I have headaches like that, I can't function. So, like, BC powder is, like, the only thing that has, like, worked on my heart. And may just be mentally. 90% of my headaches, I promise. It works better than I It's probably a mental thing. Maybe and maybe not. I don't know, but I I haven't taken it. it yesterday was the first time in three weeks. Y'all be good. Be, be proud so of me. Good. No, that's good. Cause I was taking it and I only took two packs. Wow. Okay, Cause I took good. one in the morning and one at night. Okay. So it wasn't but like. But I feel like with you taking that, like you're gonna get back into your addiction of it. It's kind of like drink, like an alcoholic. Like when they have one drink, they have another drink, and it's like, eh. But I only had two drinks. So what the fuck are we doing? We have an intervention on Capri and Hus BC powder. I'm passionate about this because my mom was addicted to it, and you said you was having stomach problems. Just like yesterday, I got on to you because I thought you was driving in Texas. I was going to say, she definitely stays on top she said, of are me. are you driving? Are you driving? I'm like, no. But I wouldn't have told her if I was driving anyway. Yes. <laughs> 
But no, I was not driving. I was in the drive-thru. So, so why did your mom take these two tablets? I'm just curious. The headaches. Headaches. Mm-hmm. Okay. She gets really bad migraines, like the ones that make you throw up. Okay. I mean, I understand it, but... And maybe because I'm not there, I don't have them, so I don't really understand. But I still feel like I wouldn't be addicted to BC powders because I know the uh, the long long term effects of it. Well, have headaches like I have them, and then well, you know you can go to the actual doctor. And I have that. gone to the actual doctor. Or they give you shots and things. They like have that. given me shots. They have given me medication. They have given me birth control because they feel like maybe the birth control would help because it would even out my hormones. It nothing helps. BC powder. Helps. So this is not an intervention. I apologize. Well, look, we could take this offline. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to give me an intervention about my BC powder, but everybody I've talked to about BC powder says it works. Hey, it I don't know what's in it. Maybe it's real crack. Who knows? Because it could exactly. be, could definitely be that. It looks like that in the package. Yeah, and they changed the packages down here. So it don't look like... Yeah, they don't sell them in the little quick plastic. <laughs> oh, they, they don't? No, they sell them now in the... Um, They're white, right? In a, yeah, in a, in a, pa- in a package. Yeah, an actual package. It looks like a sugar package. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Probably because they was getting they a wrap for it. it looking like cocaine. Oh, I didn't know that. I used yeah. to see it in my mom's purse. Yeah. I was like, what is that? That's my BC powder. BC powder. <laughs> hell, like, okay. I feel like you better take a shot, mama. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Take a little paper. My mom was so <laughs> she, she didn't even take it with water. She would just tilt it back, like, mm-hmm. and that was. I it. mean, I was getting oh, to that point. No. Didn't need water. I didn't need nothing. And when you don't need water, you back know to you got throat. a problem. Exactly. Because DC, DC powder is disgusting. disgusting. It is disgusting. You, but sometimes you have to you're be in pain and just to swallow take it. it all and just go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just swallow it and go. So, do you have a question for us today? I do. So, I don't know if we've ever addressed this, but since we were on the plane earlier today. I thought I would ask the question of, like, how would you feel if your spouse, did we talk about this, had first class and got you a regular coach ticket? Oh, I guess clearly you would have a problem with it. Yes. <laughs> how dare you? It's like, okay, if you're going to buy your ticket, you should buy, aren't we going to sit together? We're a couple. We're, you're my partner. So if you get yourself a, a first class ticket, I expect one too, or we're going to ride in economy together. There's no if, answer, buts about it. So what if you've been in a relationship for a while, though? So what if you've been in a relationship before in a while, you've rode coach, he planned the trip before he was taking you, and now he's taking you, and the only thing left is he got me. Well, that's different. Completely different. Yes. And that's something I will understand. Or it's like, well, can I come in the next day? I mean to me to be honest though like if if that's the only ticket available is a first class and a coach to me a real man will give you he would take the coach exactly and he would give his wife the first class exactly because I would have an issue if my I man was too. like well baby my ticket say it says um first class and you would say coach so I'm gonna sit up here and you sit back there I'm gonna have an issue with not that. this queen Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm having an issue with that. Yes. So I'm not sitting in the back like mm-hmm. that. Okay. No. So, I mean, me and Mika, we walked on that plane. I think we was in a whole new world. Yes. Because at first class, we walked through first class first. I was like, okay. This it's is nice. nice. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. So, this y'all's first time being on that type of plane, huh? With it the was. seats. Yeah. Last time I yeah. did, I was like, um, probably in. Um, Elementary school, we took a flight to California because I know for longer flights, they usually put you on the bigger planes. So that's kind of, that was the first time I was on it. And we watched it, it was back in the 90s-ish. So the plane used to have like, instead of having like the individual screens, they had like the big old screen they in front still of you do. watch movies. They still do. 
okay. Yeah, they still have it those. Was, it was in the back where I was. No, so they still, no, I'm, what she talking about, because the plane that we were on, they had them in each individual No, seat. they had it on the walls, too, where I was at. Yeah, they did, but they don't play anything on them. So when I was younger, they didn't have the individual seats, screens. They just had that big screen. And they played the movie on the they big still, screen. That's what I'm saying. They still do. Like certain aircraft. Because like some, some aircraft that I get on, is, it actually comes from the ceiling. And you still have your headphones that actually plug in, but you can watch it up there. So it might be like a seat or two in front of you instead of it being in each individual seat. But now they have it to where you can select your own movie exactly. or whatever. And so I've actually gotten spoiled on those type of planes. I mean, Dante went, um, she went TSA. She no check-in. Me and Mika looked at me. I'm going to get breakfast. You have global check-in? No. Or, well, no, the TSA. Oh, okay. The TSA so, pre-check approval. Yeah, already? so you don't have to take your shoes mm-hmm. off and I know that. That's not, that's good. They can get it too. I've told them that. You just have to apply yeah. for it. Well, the way she walked in and walked past us, I was like, we need to get her status. Because I feel some kind of way about the fact that she was just like, okay, I'm going to get breakfast. I'll see you in a minute, okay? And I'm like, I can't get breakfast. We're going to miss our flight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm standing in line behind okay. everybody. Yeah. This long line. Right. But, you, I mean, once y'all get it, y'all will love it because y'all don't have to take y'all shoes off. Y'all don't have to go through that one metal detector. You just walk through one metal detector and that's it. And you, like, you in and out so quick. But it's designed for that purpose. Because that's why they do like the pre-screening up front because, you know, they already know that you're not a threat or whatever to the United States or whatever it is that they're doing. And so it's it's easy for you to just... So what exactly does the pre-screening entail? I don't know because I got it with my job. So I didn't have to apply. (laughs) And I'm going to have time for that. How about this? No, you don't. You know, it's like eighty dollars, I think. But they say it lasts like five years. Mm-hmm. But all the traveling that we're doing current recently, I guess, I mean, it would it's be worth, worth it. It, it would, would be, be worth it. it. It's worth yeah. it. You know. But with my job, because you don't have to travel anyway, and so it just make it easier. Because you don't have to take your laptop out and all that kind of stuff, and so it just make it easier. So you just put all your stuff on the belt, roll it through the belt, That's walk it. through the line. Oh, okay. All righty. Um, what about you? Traveling? I, yeah, I travel sometimes, but now that I work here. I work six days a week um, to keep the facility going while we're growing. Um, the last place I went to was the Dominican Republic in February. Had a really oh, wow. great time. Spent about five days there. I wanted to travel to the other side of the island, but it wasn't safe at the time. So you're okay. still living, so you, must, you didn't have anything to drink over there? I had something to drink. And <laughs> I but told them to take living. me to room 1117. That's all I could remember. Please take me to my room. Are you well, but you still living there. You know, you didn't have a respiratory problem. We were down there, and yes. all of us came back with like these really nasty yeah. colds. Yeah, we went, we went in, June, in May, but well, I actually, end of May, June, yeah. I actually got sick the day of. That was the day of yeah. that I wasn't feeling well, and I was pretty much sick like our whole cruise. And like what, probably maybe two weeks after that. And I got really sick when we got back. I have I was coughing for like. Probably about four weeks mm. after we got back. I don't know what they did after February, but like when I went, it was great. I know the we stayed at the Hard Rock, um, so the people there were really nice. Everything was all inclusive. Um, the drinks were really, really strong, and they will put you out. Like two drinks will put you out. They make this um, cucumber mint drink mm-hmm. with vodka and I think uh, something else, and that was really good. And that took me over, and I had to. Well, you know, they say like part of the issue is that the alcohol was, um, what was it? It wasn't like necessarily real, that it was black market Mm. and it wasn't real. They were kind of like buying it from somebody else for like really cheap. And that's why people were passing away because it wasn't like 
authentic. I guess they I'm were adding. Like hooch. Yeah, they were, they were adding stuff. <laughs> in other words, they people, were adding people making stuff fermenting food. stuff exactly. down in the basement and then decided they was gonna sell yeah. it to the Dominican Republic. And they were public. adding mm-hmm. stuff to it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that I don't know. Had something to do with it. Had something to do with it. More than likely. Yeah, kind of like the whole K two marijuana exactly. thing mm-hmm. and like you think you buying weed you buying K I mean I don't know what it looks like but I'm assuming that you think you buying weed and you buying K2 and then like you like you're Tripping a zombie out. all of like, a sudden what happened? Yeah. like I ain't never been this high like and so, not remember it. And somebody, got a, somebody got a video on you on social media and mm-hmm. you all flipping out flipping jumping out. off the roof and shit right. you heard me <laughs> <laughs> you never know yeah that would be quite over the top so, employees here, are there any employee like people that are actually employed with the agency? Yes, yeah, so it's myself, um, we have Emmanuel as our maintenance personnel, we have Nerva, she's our maintenance personnel as well, I'm the office manager and active property manager, then we also have our Green Scouts. Green Scouts do everything um, as far as like with our events, the community outreach, we have a online platform called The Community, it's community.ecotechvisions.com, where we explain about our events we host webinars we have one coming up on the 28th we we have um local talent that are in there we have different entrepreneurs in in different spaces of tech space tech green tech all, all of our four verticals um we have um you know small engagement in there we're trying to grow it you know to about 3,000 members over time where everybody can, you know, put in their ideas and we expand off of them. We post articles in there. We yeah. we have um oh shoot, lost my train of thought. The articles. Yeah, so we have different <laughs> articles, different entrepreneurs, ecopreneurs as we call them. Okay. In the community, um, all black firms okay. who we're trying to scale and develop. Okay. So what's the purpose of this? Um, this is it nonprofit? We are a for-profit and a non-profit. Okay. So, so Ecotech is a triple bottom line company with a transform- transformative potential to create new economy jobs and jumpstart America in a truly sustainable way. If there's an investment that can save the future, South Florida by catalyzing sustainability, it's this. So Ecotech Visions is that. It's led by a diverse woman founder of an Ivy League formation, which is Dr. Palmway Gibson. Her family history traces back to the creation of nuclear energy. Her grandmother and her great-aunt were scientists in the Manhattan Project during World War II. Um, We created a movie-style narrative of the American dream coming true. The legacy story comes packed with significant economic potential where non-dualative leverage from matching grants for every dollar invested creates an immediate, (laughs) immediately two times, multiple before starting to consider the virtually free real estate. That can be invested in and refurbished with zero capital gains. So that's what Ecotech Visions is about. How long has it built? How how long have you guys been doing this? Ecotech Visions started in 2015. Okay. Um, We had this facility for about two years now. Okay. 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 And you said something about a cafe. Is the cafe healthy? The cafe is healthy. She serves smoothies, fruits, uh, fruit bowls, different snacks, and she also will pick up meals for you. Okay. So, okay. so when you say green, like what exactly, what exactly are you trying to do? Like as far as green, turning from things we would consider normal people will consider trash, we're going to turn them into treasure. We want to upcycle things. We want to recycle things. We want to have, you know, there is no real waste. Everything can be used in our in our ecosystem. 
to help raise it back to where it was before. So plastic, for example, what can you do with plastic? <laughs> well, we were I'm watching like her YouTube video mm-hmm. um, she did an interview and um, she had on like a green dress that was recycled. She had a fork or two forks and they were made of potatoes. Potatoes. Potato enzymes. That is earthware. Yes. That's so, what it's called? Yes, ma'am. So earthware um, is sustainable cutlery and that is one of her brands. Um, they make it out of potato enzymes, mold it, and it is now sustainable. So it's oh, actual wow. potatoes? Potato enzymes. And they, mm-hmm. Okay, so the enzymes. Mm-hmm. So she, she told me, she gave me a, a brief story one time where um, her and the other people who are, you know, connected with Earthware were in the back crushing up potatoes, getting them ready, like, you know, trying to extract everything so that they can make the product. So she told me it was a very, very good experience for her. So I guess I, my question is what made her decide that she was interested in in this vision? Like what gave her this vision? It's something that has, you know, I guess embedded in her from her grandparents, her great aunts. All of them were scientists, innovators. You know, they helped with the World War II. So it's something that she grew up around and she was molded. You know, she went to Harvard. She went to MIT. She's done. She's taught at Oxford. She's done many different things. So since she was a youth, this is how she grew up. And she wanted to basically, you know, real world, save the planet. What she's doing is a global thing right now. She's in Singapore. Okay. So she's really bringing awareness just not to ecotech visions, but to how we can really live and grow sustainably to save our planet. How how successful is she at that? Like is like is there like a lot of people on board with it as far as global? Because I I mean I asked that question because I noticed like some people recycle and you know they faithfully take their recycle bin out to the curb but like me I'm not a person that recycles even if there's a trash can in a recycle bin I just might throw everything in the trash I don't take the time to put stuff in the recycle bin so like how successful is she as far as like getting her point across to everybody like as far as like how important it is to she has a subscriber list of 8500 so they take her pretty seriously okay so do you recycle yes I do and I upcycle yes so with I have a small business as well, so I've um, implemented a recycling program for my local customers. So when they are finished with their bottles, instead of me having to purchase more, which bring down my overhead, I can hey come back recycle your bottle. Let me just refill it for you, and then the next when you do it three times, I'll give you three dollars off. So there's an okay. incentive there for them. Okay. And I noticed that like um, Mac does that, for example, like if you take six. Six pencils back. Yep, that's yep, five. You get one free. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you take <laughs> pencils or lipstick or whatever, if you take six items back or six empty items really? back, then you get one free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I got so, the idea from. Yeah. So everything oh, really? that yeah. So anytime my lipstick running out or eyeliner yes. running out or whatever, I save it and then I pack them all back and then they give me a lipstick or whatever for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good but idea. But it, it is a good idea because you're like you're upcycling. You can, they can continue to use it. So what business do you like outside of here? So if you're your manager here, right? Yes, ma'am. And then outside of here, like what what business do you have of your own? It's called A1 Oils. It's a organic natural body line and I do beard care. So that's, that's beard. Yes, beard care. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like beard oh, care, like for for the men who have. Oh, this so you nice taking care of some girls? Yes, you are. Awesome. Remember yes. that web that uh, Facebook page that came out? What was it called? It was something about beards, and everybody was posting. Yeah, beard gang. Yeah, um, beard gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you, mm-hmm. what do you do with the beards though? Um, I make beard oil. Um, so, and I'm in the process of making a shampoo and conditioner for them, like a full line kit. But right now, I just have the beard oil for them and some brushes and 
So do they come to you and actually get it treated, like get it done, or do they? My beard services are expanding. I have a young lady that does my beard facials, and then I do scalp massages and beard washes. So they love it. They have never been treated like this in their life. So they feel special when they have a chance to get it done. See, I don't think we have anything like that we in don't. Oklahoma we don't City. Have like, like that in Oklahoma. I've never heard of that. So what made you decide you wanted to do that? Just the, the lack of care for the black man. So I saw that. And then everything that we do have or that is for them is always either super expensive or it's whack. Just plain and simple. It's just like, what are we supposed to do with this? So right. I wanted to create something for for my black people, for my for just for them, so they can feel good about themselves. So they can have some form of personal care line. So they get the facial, they get the massage, they feel all special, and then you oil them up, mm-hmm. and they walk and out glistening. And they walk out glistening, smelling good. Send them home great. to their wives and girlfriends, girl. And they mm-hmm. like, thank you, man. So do they, take the, like, do they buy the oils from you? Yes. They get the bite. So one ounce bottle is fifteen dollars, and they they come back faithfully. Is it different smells or anything? I have two scents. So there's a gentleman like scent that smells um like a gentleman. Okay. Um, so like cologne. So like cologne. Yeah, more like cologne, okay. and it has a growing agent in there to help soften and condition and shine the beard. Um, the second one that well, the first one's called Pheromone, and then the second one is called Giza. That has a conditioning agent in it as well, growing agent, and it smells like lavender and mint. They really like that one because of the lavender and the mint refreshes their beards. Right, so, so they, they walk out feel feeling fresh. Feeling yeah. fresh. You know, like when you get your hair washed exactly. and they, they do that tea tree oil treatment. Yes. Right, and your, your scalp is tingling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I know it's clean. So you got a man <laughs> that has a beard, or what just make you thought of beards? My best friend has a beard, and it was it's nice, but I'm like, you know, it's a little rough. I it could be better. He's like, I don't have nothing. I don't have anything. I'm like, okay. I was making the body oil, and I was like, all right. My black men need something. Let me do something about it. Let me, I see the problem. Let me be the solution. So, so you do you have research? a lot? Yes. Do you have a lot of clients? I have about 27 right now. Nice. When did you start? January of 2018. Okay. Oh, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. Okay, that's so, pretty good. So, still building. Right. Mm-hmm. That's yes. still good, though. Mm-hmm. Well, that's still pretty good. And I think that's, like, a lot of men neglect their beards, and they shouldn't. They do. It's like, they want to come in your face and rub on you and do all this. And it's like, and like your beard it smells like sweat. You're exactly. good as hell. Like, do oh something gosh. with it. Wash it. Do yes. something with it. <laughs> <laughs> do we have experience with stinky beards, too? Yes, I've had an experience with the stinky beard. It's like they, they forget, like, it's it's facial hair, but it's still hair. And, like, you wash, if you wash the hair in your head when you get in the shower, tell your barber to wash your beard. But I've, I've, um, before I started here, I used to have my services inside of a barbershop where they would come in on the weekends and get their beard washed. They loved oh, it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm glad me is taking care of them beards, girl, because some of them, girl. So you need to don't wash you them. Some of them, man, they, they stink. Yeah, they stink. Girl, because they do. Because I just imagine what's all up in just. I think some of them. I hate when like a man's beard is like rough and like it's all against your face and it's like, oh, this is just rough. Like move it. Mm-hmm. Like. If they like beard steam and get a beard facial, it becomes softer. It's more conditioned. Oh, you, and you steam won't it, girl. Have, mm-hmm. oh, just up. like a facial. Okay. Just like a facial. It's a beard facial. Okay. So it's softer, it's conditioned, it's it's fluffy, it's And nice. it probably smells good. Because mm-hmm. some are rough. Good. Like they, uh, I almost feel like a Brillo pad. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said when you rub, they rubbing all against your face and your arm. Right. You get offended. Just like when we have dry, <laughs> brittle hair, if we bleach it or something. Exactly. Right? It needs to be exactly. conditioned, it needs to be groomed on a daily basis. They forget that. They're not like us, you know? So, 
Very true. Mm-hmm. And then hygiene on men are different too sometimes. Very different. A lot different. And so Definitely. she said sometimes. Um, it's probably rare to find a man with hygiene like a woman. It's okay. not a lot of men out here that just con- they like have that constant clean hygiene thing. Mm-hmm. Now you can find some of them that skate between it's clean enough so you you know it ain't nasty but it ain't the like best thing. You like he ain't thought two sex about that beard on his face. He's just okay. going by every day. And then you have the nasty ones who just, you know, they ain't washing areas on the most of all the daily ones basis. that have the braids in it and the beads. Right. <sighs> Take that out. Don't do that. Do something <laughs> yeah, different. Yes. Do you get people with braids and beads in them? And, Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Just the, the, the nice kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The ones yes. with beads probably need to come to you. Yeah, I, I need to help them. Yes, yes you do. You need to help them yes, a lot because they need, they need so help. So do you have like a website? Yes, it's www.a1oils.com. The one is spelled out, O-N-E. Oh, okay. 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 I'm going to check so, that out. So you do a lot of recycling through your business. Yes. Um, so how do your oils actually do? Like what kind of oils do you have? Um, so I have four right now. Um, they're all organic with the same base. They just have four different scents. The first one is um, natural, and it's called natural. And it's hypoallergenic. It contains organic sweet almond oil, coconut oil, jojoba oil, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, use it when you first get out of the shower. You will shine and glow all day. Um, the second one is called Sun God. That's for my men. It has sandalwood, cedar wood, which are natural hormone balancers for them, and a natural aphrodisiac for them as well. And then I scent it with a nice hint of vanilla to give it a nice pop. Did you just say a natural aphrodisiac? Yes, it is. Sandalwood. So first of all. <laughs> so you can buy this oil, make your man glisten, and up um lift up the his se- sexual, sexual health. Look yes. at you, you finna go buy some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, where was this conversation when I needed it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then you said you have two more, right? Two more. So I have Royal Rain, same base, scented with lavender. Okay. Um, that's for more calm and relaxing. I usually push that towards my women. Okay. And then the last one is for my women as well. It's called Heshepsu, which I got the idea from. She's um, an Egyptian pharaoh who reigned during her time by selling oils and transporting them. So with oh, okay. spikenard, which is something like lavender but different. So that's how okay. she reigned, and that's where I got the whole concept from. So when okay. do you have time to run this building? Exactly. Because it definitely sounds like your boss probably travels quite a bit mm-hmm. to do and represent and try to grow the business that she has. And you have your own business on the side. So, like, when do you have time to do all of that? Um, by not sleeping, I have the most time. So I probably get four to five hours of sleep a day. I work a lot. I work six days a week. And then Sundays, I devote to my mosque. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I just, I, I'm really good with my time organization, and I understand the things that are a priority for me and things that are not. So that's how I stay above water with everything. So how are you dating in this in this scenario? Because I ain't heard nothing about a dating. Ooh! So you don't date? I do. Okay. I, I need to hear this because I'm I'm having a hard but time finding time. I mean, how is you today? How is you, how are you balancing that you already not getting sleep? So she gets home. So some nights she really ain't getting no sleep. So do you if have it's four to five hours, it's some nights she ain't getting no sleep. You know, some sleep. nights I don't get any sleep. Some I don't. I can honestly say it. Like some days I'm up for twenty four hours. Yeah, because she throwing it, throwing it in a circle. On some of the days, <laughs> that four to five hours she spent doing. You know, or like in the middle of the night when I'm, I feel like I've gotten enough rest. I'm like, oh, I'm up. About that 
time. So that, that gotta be hard, though. It is. Do you very have hard. children? No, I don't have children, and that makes it easier. Okay, for me. gotcha. That makes gotcha. it yeah, because you kind of get. I mean, you don't have the kids, so you're devoting most of your time to this job and then your business, and then somebody. I mean, I guess if a man is understanding enough. To like your grind or your hustle, then he probably yeah. The person um, that I'm dating now, uh, he's smiling, hard. right? I know it's it's very understanding. Now he's a good driver for me. Like he always tells me, "Okay, what did you learn today? Did you learn how to do your sales funnel? Did you do your targeting market ad on there? Are they coming back?" Like he's very supportive. Like that's what you're doing, oh, he's that's... teaching me how to trade forex, how to get in the stock market, how to do a lot of things. And so he has I've, friends that has the same mindset. Yes. That's willing to do long distance. <laughs> yes. He had a team everywhere. To talk to. No, he, yeah, he had a team somewhere everywhere. Sorry. I don't look, and then you'll get the friend, and the friend ain't nothing like him. Exactly. <laughs> ain't nothing like him. Okay. You're like, throw him look, back. Connect. Throw him back. I'm done yes. saying. <laughs> look, I've seen somebody talk. I love how, like, having conversations like this, so that's why I asked. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. Like, it definitely sounds like you have a really good balance to it. So what would you suggest a woman who is an entrepreneur who is helping someone else in their entrepreneurship who only gets about four or five hours of sleep maybe who can successfully have a dating life organize what is a priority for you understand yourself and your needs and the third thing is don't take anybody's crap that's the last thing you need that's it okay and you just think it's that easy it i was it's it's (laughs) It's easier said than done. It's very hard, but it took me three months to get in a good routine of, okay, not doing this, not doing that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, I can say sometimes, like, my fire goes out a little bit, but then I have my my friend there to motivate me into, you know, like, nope, you're going to do this. Did you do that? And that's what you need in your life is people like that. Mm -hmm. They help you keep that fire. And that probably helps, too, because if it's someone who sees your vision with you or, you know, not necessarily sees the exact vision, but believes in the goal at the end goal and believes in your vision for you, then it probably helps a lot to date someone like that because you can then say, you know what, babe, I'm not going to make it to dinner today because I have a meeting, someone called. Or you can text them and say, hey, somebody called me this morning. They want to meet with me about the business. It's going to be exciting. Uh, but that means I'm not going to meet you tonight. And he's probably like, oh, you know what? It's, it doesn't matter because the you're... The first thing he's going to say is get that bag. Right. Okay. Get that bag and go. Good. Did you go to your meeting? What they said. <laughs> that's what's yeah. up. Yeah, that's, that's good. what's up. And he never feels neglected. Because some men think sometimes that, you know, if you can't make time and you're too busy, then what's the point? Mm-mm. If I'm around him too much, he feels like I'm not doing enough work. I remember, this was probably like earlier in the year, I probably was lazy about two weeks. All I did was go to work and really didn't focus on eating oils. I probably made like one sale a week or something. And he was like, you've been over here for two weeks. I don't think you're doing what you're supposed to do. I was like, you absolutely right. He's like, uh-uh, get off this couch or get out of here. Oh, be great. (laughs) But that's good. That's That's like a good thing because, like, you don't find a lot of men, one, with that mindset, and then two, that support your vision and your dream. I don't know about in Miami if if y'all have a lot with that mindset, but I can just tell you where we come from, it's not a lot with that mindset. Mm. Or I'm just speaking for myself. Yes. I don't feel like it's a lot with that mindset. Um, I feel, I, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like I run across because I am a busy person. I'm a mother. And I work, I go to school, and, you know, trying to do the podcast stuff. So I am busy, so I may text you back late. But I feel like um, guys take that as, you know, she's not interested interested because she's too busy. And so they lose interest, I lose interest because they lose interest, and then that's it. But I don't necessarily get that whole, like, pushing, like, 
I get that you're busy, but I accept exactly. it. Like, you know, are you over here too much? Are you on the phone with me too much? Don't you got something to be doing with your da da da? Like, I don't, we don't get that. Mm. It's just, it's totally different. So, I actually appreciate y'all, dude. I don't even know him, but I appreciate that. <laughs> right. I admire that. Giving her, he, she got the glow, baby. If y'all could see her smiling right now. <laughs> She's smiling from ear to ear. And like the glow on her face, baby. He is giving her the glow. Okay. He is, hey. Right. <laughs> you did that. Right. Well, what I have said recently is I don't know that, because I, I do have kids. We have kids. Yes. And so when you have kids, you have to factor in a whole nother person's mm-hmm. schedule and things. I have always said though you make you make time for what you want to make time for, and you sacrifice what you want to sacrifice for. That's so true. there have been nights that I might have got two hours worth of sleep because you know I was throwing it in a circle, <laughs> and we lay down and slept for about two hours, and I got up the next day and had to get the kids to school and get myself to work, and I was at work all day, and then we had something with the podcast later, and I mean it happens, you know. So I do you know I think that. Women in this space definitely need men who understand that hustle, understand that grind. Like, yeah, I might not be able to get right back to you. I might have been in a meeting. Or, you know, I can't spend all of my time trying to nurture your ego. And I think we do deal with that a lot in the city. Probably everywhere. I don't think it's just in the city. I bet a lot Well, I can't people... really explain other places because I, exactly. I haven't really dated in other places. But in the like where I'm where we're from mm. that is definitely a challenge yeah I could say um get you someone that's an entrepreneur as well and they'll understand because he told me he's like when we first um because I've known him for a while since college and um remember one day he was on the computer he was on the market and he was just trying to do market playback and he was like well what you want you want an n-word that's broke or you want somebody that's trying to get money say less I understand and I think He's it like, takes I'm an on understanding the computer, I'm trying to work person from work. it, but it takes an understanding person person sound like from both sides because some, not all women have like come from like have the same thought process as you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like feel well, neglected too. I need you to show me some attention. Get yes. off the computer. And some women gonna be like, Nah, get that money. Right. I'm, I'm gonna sit over here next to you and I'm good. Yeah. Like me just sitting your here presence. is fine. Your yeah. presence is fine for me. Yeah. But some people like I need you to sit and talk to me. Like, right. no, nah, I need you to turn around to that computer and get that money. That's what I need you to do. Yeah, so that's exactly what I said back. Get yeah, women money. have different uh, thought processes as I'm well. Yes. Hmm. Oh, that's good. I mean, I'm glad, you know. And are you, are you, you don't seem that old, though, right? I'm 28. Okay, okay. So you're pretty, you're seasoned. So not seasoned. Like, we seasoned. <laughs> but, like, yeah. <laughs> you probably have quite a bit of experience mm-hmm. in life, so. So where did you go to college at? FAU, Florida yeah, University, in Boca Raton. Okay. Did you? So you, did you like? What did no, you go for? Biology, and I minored in women's oh, studies. Oh wait. So you happen to be like a brainiac on top of that? I wouldn't say a brainiac. I know my way around a couple of things. Okay. So is that why you're here at Ecotech because you plan to help like expand the vision? Yes. Maybe brainchild. Yes. So I would like my product and other things that I would like to pursue later to be more eco-friendly. Like I'm moving over to eco-friendly bottles, labeling, the recycling, upcycling, all those things. So I'm I'm definitely going to be here while she grows because I really like it. So is she more like a mentor for you? Yes. Right now? Yes. Okay. So how did you get involved with the organization? Well, through networking, um, it was just something random. My friend called me because he was a vendor here, and they were having, um, I forget the name of the night that they had, but it was, it was a part of Artisans in the Garden, 
which is where we bring out the local vendors. Um, he said, well, come here, get your car washed because I'm here. And I said, okay. And he's like, they're networking in there. You need to be in there. Another good friend of mine who's an entrepreneur who's pushing and putting flames in my fire. So I came here. I met a young lady named Natalie. She was the um, property manager at the time. And she showed me around. We did a couple things. They invited me to be a vendor. I showed them my product. They liked it. Um, Dr. Conway has brought from me. So she supports my vision as well. Um, and then the next thing I know, she was like, are you working? I was like, no, I push my oils full time. And she's like, well, would you like to come in for an interview? I said, well, sure, doing what? The office manager. I'm like, okay. I met Dr. Conway. We spoke. And I've been here since May 13th. Oh, wow. So this year? Yeah, so this year. I met them in April. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. This so is like, they just happened just on like a humbug. Yeah. Just like it was the most random thing ever. And I was like, oh, wow, this is, I wasn't looking for a job. It's not something I expected, but I'm definitely glad that I'm here and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Okay. That's good. So six days at the week. So how many days out of the week do you spend on your own business? Every day. Every day I do something for my business to make sure that I'm not getting behind like I got behind before. And then I have my friends and then him who motivate me to make sure that I do something every day. Like, did you post on your Instagram today? And then to get away from that, I hired a manager. I hired an Instagram manager so I so I can alleviate some stress for myself. So I want to be a black firm also that employs people. Okay. So, that's, so you have employees. Yes, I have well, one you employee. Have two. So, well, you would have two because you have the lady that does the facials. Yeah, so Nerva does the facial stuff, so two employees. More like a partner. Okay. More like a partner on that end because she's going to school to be an esthetician. Okay. So okay. then I have my social media manager. So I have, yeah, you could say one and a half, two employees. So what kind of influence would you say um, Dr. Pollock had on you in regards to, like, actually, like, growing your own business? Like, what kind of um, things have you taken from her? What kind of things have you seen in her vision that have kind of helped your vision as well? Well, first off, she had the eco pitch here at Ecotech, like a mini shark tank. And that's something I looked up on the website before. And I'm like, oh, wow, I need somebody to really shark tank my idea. So, you know, they gave me a couple pointers, you know, here and there about the eco-friendly packaging, you know, um, making the product a little more sustainable with the things that I use. Um, so when I saw how she, you know, structured her her pitches and how she got investors to actually come into the building and really invest in the company. That's something that I took from her. So just learning how to actually get my financial plans together, telling people eloquently and sophisticatedly like what your business is, what you plan to do, how you're going to market it, what the problem is, how you're going to be the solution, and everything like that. So I've taken those things from her, and I've gained a lot from it by trying to get angel investors, venture capital investors, all of those things. So how many investors have you gained in this process? One. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. That's really so nice. So I'm very happy. And, and one is just to start. One is all I really needed. Because I'm, I'm, it's just me, really. So I'm small. So I really just will expand from that one investor. So, so is it an unlimited investor? Or are they just kind of investing in, like, did they just give you a lump sum of money? Or are they, like, a continual investor? It is a lump sum, more like a grant. Okay. Where I don't have to pay it back because that's how hard they believe in my vision and in my dream and in myself. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's great. Nice. And I did see the Shark Tank idea when I was looking through Dr. Pomway's uh, Instagram page, mm-hmm. and I saw that she did have like a bunch of um, people here, and I noticed most of them were black, which I I actually appreciated that or whatever. But um, so I didn't really know like the basis of it. So like the Shark Tank, does she have like like how many investors actually come in for the Shark Tank? 
event? Over 30. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. She, as I told you, she has a subscriber list of 8,500, so she is very well connected, not only in Miami Gardens, but globally. Mm-hmm. So does she, um, so does, how often does the Shark Tank happen? Like, it's once a year, and then we have our artisans in the garden every second and fourth Saturday to bring in the local firms and then the investors as well, so they all, we all can meet each other, and then the procurement okay. panel personnel as well, so... The city knows, okay, you do have black firms that are out here that are getting certified, that have these things that you need. We're here. So, bring nice. awareness. That's a great idea. It is. So, she's the first black woman to have a green incubator corridor in Miami Gardens. Manufacturing space and all. Nice. So, the other question, I guess, is does she like... Um, so, through the podcast, one of my visions is... To, hopefully to have like my nonprofit and kind of push it beyond that mm-hmm. so like would she do something for someone else outside of the state of oklahoma like or a state of florida sorry i'm in oklahoma <laughs> but like outside of florida like does she could someone from a different state kind of also participate in a shark tank of course of course um she's expanding also to the midwest we have a green space in chicago right now that okay. she just set up so she'll have one in atlanta Midwest and all throughout. She is some fundraises in Silicon Valley often. So she comes back and forth. So she's hitting all the major key spots where manufacturing space can boom, you know, your prototyping can boom, all of those things where she can really help the country be sustainably and stretch it globally. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. It is. It is. So, like, she would probably push like an environmental building or like being environmental like so if you're like a company and kind of showing you how to do that and how to do that without like or probably go more paperless instead right. of uh, you know use maybe more paperless having everything on a digital platform blockchain having everything be transparent on how you get your money so there isn't any type of discrepancies there so it's it's a lot that she's trying to do nice nice Okay. And we, we talked, I know you did gave us a tour, but, you know, I know we didn't talk about, like, all the things that she actually does in here. Can you kind of, like, explain, like, some of the benefits and outside of, like, the Shark Tank, like, what all goes on here, like, from the art and everything that you guys do do? Um, she is an excellent grant writer. She okay. will, um, when you are a member here... We have different levels of membership. Basic membership is $99. You can use our address, um, come in and do the co-working space. Then we have virtual tech membership, which is $199 a month, where you have administrative services. You have access to the library. Of course, you have access to many more things. Then you have the full virtual tech membership, which is $349 a month. That is a total package where you get access to Dr. Conway, the paralegal, um, attorneys you can get your grants written you have financial accountability um you have your business scaled and developed you use the address of course you have you can get your office space here co-working space and then let's see do you all own or lease this building we own this building oh you own it okay so that's how she's able to do that Mm mm-hmm Nice. Do you have any, um, does she do any kind of like mentoring for youth in this building? That's our Green Scouts. <laughs> so the Green Scouts, we help them understand the four, our four verticals, space, farm, tech, energy. 
Um, they come in on Saturdays. They help with artisans in the gardens. They meet the local community members and firms. They help around with the tower garden. They post in our community. You know, they let people know, okay, well, I'm doing this. And then we have a one young lady. Her name is Sasha. Best green scout I've ever had so far. Um, she's 16 years old. She's been in the, a Nefty entrepreneurship program since she was 15, which is something that the Miami-Dade County Schools do here. Okay. And we partner with them as well. So she's into business, and she's into science and doing blockchain. So she comes in. She helps write business plans. She can do your presentation for you. Like, she can really set this up. She's only 16 years old. So I told her, you keep doing this. By the time you get into college, like, you're going to be powerful. And then when you get those internships, they have to pay you because of your experience. Like, so, what is her, um, so what is the program that's in the school that you guys partner with? So with the schools, we bring the students that we, we have do the tours. You said um, something about a, some kind of program. That the the Green Scouts program. No, not the Green Scouts. There's some kind of program with the schools that you guys, you said that she's a part of some kind of. Did I mix that up? She's developed 16, 16 or more schools oh. in Louisiana and throughout the other country. She used to be a principal as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, um, that the 16-year-old is part of. She's a part the, of some oh, program. Oh, the Nefty Entrepreneurship Program. Okay. So that's a program where they teach students how to become entrepreneurs. They help them develop their business. They oh, show wow. them what a business model is, you know, how to do all of those things. Everything an entrepreneur can get into, they partner them with mentors. They have different people come in from different, of course, black firms and other, other things like that. So. so is this something that could be virtual, or is it just like... For kids in this area um i mean it can be virtual as well because it's you know it's an online community so it is something they, they can engage with us and it can learn more about the space business and everything um and anybody can join um you just i just have to send you the link um but for for the green south program yeah it's not just for anybody that's local it can be online as well okay so. because I, I was just asking because i mean i have children um 18-year-old and a 14-year-old, but my 14-year-old seems like he's going to be pretty outgoing, and so it would just be nice to have a mentor that he could be paired up with, even if it's not, you know, somebody in person, but someone that he could talk to over the phone or online, so that's why I was asking Yeah, we have that type of service was available. Definitely, yeah. So I would love for him to join. I will send you all the links. He can come in. He can comment, make posts. We do different. We're going to start doing different webinars, like, for example, on the 28th. um, I briefly mentioned it before. We have Louis, Louise from We The Plug. He's um, based in California. He'll be doing a lean um, model canvas workshop webinar on our site. And that's just a trimmed down version of how to do your business model. You get straight to the facts and you're complete. So that way you don't have so much fluff. So it's a shorter version of how to do your business model. Okay. And that's, that'll be virtually. Nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that adults could use too. It sounds yeah. like. It, it's definitely geared towards everyone. We want okay. everybody to be an informed citizen. We want everyone to understand what is really going on with the world and not just be blind. Mm-hmm. So I noticed the picture in the um, in the gold room, the panda or the bear mm-hmm. that was on the ice. What's the what's driven behind that? So you know the polar ice caps are melting, and then it it it. So the polar ice caps are melting, and that's the basis behind it. So just to bring awareness to that, like. They're not going to have any ice. They're going to turn into regular bears. Like, the bears, sometimes they're not even white anymore. They're morphing. So, it's, that's the basis for Yeah, it. I've been told that they're, like, brown polar bears. Mm-hmm. And they're Are supposed they? to be white. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. 
So it has something to do with the ice. That's why they're like global with global warming. warming. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The hotter it gets, the more they're going to melt. And then you know, with Florida being on the peninsula, eventually Florida will flood over. And then with the earthquakes, California will branch off from us, and they'll be their own separate island if they have another few massive you know earthquakes so i've heard that and i wonder like i wonder if it will be dead and gone by the time that happens mm, probably my kids kids will see it i mean i'm <laughs> kids because i've heard that that it would either branch off or that it would completely but they've been um, saying that for flooded. years i know they've been saying that since i was like i feel like i was like in third or fourth grade because we started talking about recycling young like yeah, yeah. um they've been talking about global warming for a while and i do remember them saying that california is under sea level and so that would be, that's part of why they are, like, at risk for flooding. Mm-hmm. So what is she doing in regards to, like, some of that, like, bringing awareness to some of that? Seminars. Um, she does panels. So she does different group activities and meetings with the higher-ups to bring awareness. And, you know, with us fundraising, trying to get another building there, it will bring the community in to give them educational classes about sustainability what global warming is how we can be better and how we can do better because you know there won't be any food really by 2050 we're going to run out so that's another that's another thing we're going to teach people how to grow their own food how to how to do things they're supposed to do without having to depend on things that are commercial or made outside of the u.s so why do you think that we'll run out of food by 2050 because of farming and also because of just how the earth and the soil is like, things aren't growing the way they're supposed to. You know, everything is basically made in the lab. Everything is basically GMO. Everything is boxed. So, they're not going to have sufficient produce for us. So, when people say they don't believe, so, like, you know, that's the new thing is global warming is a lie. You know, you listen to the news. You listen to the different platforms. Our president has kind of pushed his idea that global warming doesn't exist, which is why he's kind of... Um, backtracked on some of the progress that, you know, Barack Obama made in regards to, like, helping to prevent or making the earth, like, a safer place in the United States. What, how do you feel about that? Global warming is a real thing. You can't say that it isn't because we can, if you check the weather and you track it from how it was before and how it's progressing now, the storms are more violent. It is hot. It is very hot. And then the winters are much more colder so you can't say that there isn't some type of fluctuation or what's i don't want to say decreasing or increasing but there isn't some form of something that's going on you can see the fluctuation in the in the in the heat you can see it shouldn't be 110 degrees outside in florida since when it shouldn't shouldn't yeah. be like that. and i agree with you because i know like oklahoma city like it seems like the winters now are really cold like it's getting down into like the like seven degrees and three degrees and i don't remember it being that cold when we were younger no it wasn't like that before. or it's been like a hundred like index the index in oklahoma before has been up to like 114 yeah it's no reason for it to be that way so you can't say that global warming isn't a real thing when we can see it front face in the weather right so what is her goal like the overall goal is her overall goal to make um businesses like green friendly or like, does she have other goals around that part? Like, what is her complete goal about with this agency? So, um, we want Ecotech Visions, you know, to, it's being known globally. We want to turn everyone into an ecopreneur. 
We want to everyone to live sustainably. We want everyone to grow and be able to use the things in the earth that we have to use in the best way and use innovation to save the world. So, for example, she'll tell you how, um, whales with the whales. Innovation saved the whales because of the light bulb where we didn't have to go get the lard and keep killing them just to, to light stuff like the candles. So that's that's one thing that she wants people to understand and expand from there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I honestly did not know that. Mm-hmm. That we kill whales. Yes. Did we you know used that? To kill I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. For their lard to light. To light to to make the to light candles to just bring lighting. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, I think it's a lot of things that maybe just people don't know. Um, just got to be educated, I guess. Right. You know. Right. So that's why we want everyone to be informed citizens, community outreach, educational workshops, all of those things for people who are interested or who who may not just don't know. We want to bring awareness. So right. that is her overall goal. And so, what's another example like of animals? Do you know, like that we've done, that we've killed? Yeah, that we've killed for like our good. Besides eating them, but I mean, like, like the whales and the candles. Or no, the I don't pandas. know another one. I think Pan- that's pandas, the best one. Pandas, I mean, aren't they killing all those little mink bears now for these eyelashes? So I think that's another thing. Oh, God. <laughs> Opportunity Zone and Financial Literacy course with Marcus Moon on the 28th from 12 to 2. That is going to be here at our facility during Artisans in the Garden. Um, as I said, she's in Singapore right now working, doing blockchain things, cryptocurrency, green technology, just expanding, you know, letting people know about Ecotech Visions. Um, we have a climate change hackathon dedicated to global warming. We have um, Tom Gafferson from um, FIU who works with us. Tom is another employee here. I forgot okay. to mention that. And um, and Silvio with Logos Capital. He is one of um, our main personnel who helps with the investors and with our projects. Um, so with those guys... Oh, well, lost my train of thought again. Just the events. Oh, so with them, with the we have the Climate Change Hackathon that's coming up soon. Um, we're dedicating the whole video game to teaching people what climate change is and you know how it affects earth and that it is real so what is the video game that would be interesting <laughs> it's still in development so okay. what is it what is the concept behind it like do you run around as a man and pick up trash? it's still in development but what she also has um about climate change as well is she is storm she is um uh, is on youtube with alexander um, which is a close friend of hers who is also a weather reporter. And he covered um, Hurricane Dorian. Irma. Okay. Okay. One of the, and we have a playback in the Hurricane Conference Room that's dedicated to him. So they have a whole series for children to teach them about global warming and climate change and those things. So she is Storm and he is another superhero in, oh, okay. the, in the YouTube series. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
And right. she's strong. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. So, um, as we wrap up, can you tell me, like, some of the platforms that you guys are on social media-wise and, like, online? Yes, we are on Instagram, Ecotech underscore Visions. We have a Twitter, Ecotech Visions. We're on Facebook, Ecotech Visions, and you can follow Dr. Palmley at Dr. Palmley Gibson on Instagram. Okay. And then the website? Our website is www.ecotechvisions.com. And so I do believe that we wouldn't um, do any justice by not giving your platforms some light to it as well. Oh, thank so you. So if you can give me some of your platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, Facebook, Keandra Payton. Uh, Instagram, A1Oils, A-O-N-E, Oils. Um, my personal Instagram is A1Key, K-E-I. Um, my website, www.aoneoils.com. Okay, okay. All right, so we got to send some men over there so they can get their beard right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Get some oils. Yes, so ma'am. do you ship? Yes, I ship worldwide. And worldwide. Can, okay. they, they can order online? Yes, they can. You can order online through Facebook, through Instagram. So what kind of pays, payments do you take? Do you do like PayPal? I do PayPal. I do Stripe. I take American Express, Diners Club, cash everything. App. Cash App, Zelle. Everything. Like whatever you got, huh? <laughs> whatever you got, I'm um, yeah. with the age of technology. Um, want to try and start accepting Bitcoin as well. So okay, mm-hmm. so then they can pay you with Bitcoin. Yes. So do you understand like the how to translate the currency from the U.S. currency to Bitcoin? Like a little bit, um, just a little bit. I'm still learning, still learning. Like I'm getting better with my trading and understanding exactly what the market is and how to leverage it. So I was kind of uh, leaning towards Bitcoin for a while there, but then I, then, um, I don't know, I was turned off because they say, like, the guy who created it or created the password, he passed away, and he was the only person, so they couldn't get the money out. It was something, cause, because I, I read Yahoo Finance a lot. Mm-hmm. I read it several times a week, and it was something to where the person who invented it, he, he, there was only one password, and he had it, and he died. And mm. so I guess people's money was caught up in his system or whatever, and they couldn't get it out. I have to read that article. Um, yeah, read that. Yeah. Yeah, read that. So after that, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, because it would suck to get your, like, money no, like, stuck. Okay. It, yeah, that's very true. Be, it sucks to get your money stuck. But um, when you create your own cryptocurrency account, there's many different places you can use it from, like Coinbase. Um, you can use it from Robinhood. There's many different apps that you can use where your money won't get stuck because i when i feel like the market is going down when my when i have it in other pairs oh i snatch my money right out like i take it out they say to keep it they say that but um i'm still an emotional trader (laughs) and i don't always trade off my strongest confluences or my analysis so if i see the market going in a way that i'm like oh no i'm snatching it but if you look though it's there's there's usually a pattern like i follow certain uh stock markets or Mm -hmm. whatever and there's a pattern like there's one that I follow, and they always drop, like, around October. They drop really low in October, but they go high in, like, the springtime. And so I, I noticed that, but if you keep it in there, like, it'll grow. Yeah, swing you know? trading. Yeah, that's it takes patience, and uh, it takes for me not to be emotional to get through that. But I'm still learning. I'm not an emotional trader. I'm just, I mean, I leave it. I leave it alone. I don't bother it or whatever because, I mean, that's what they say to do. But at the end of the day, I still pay attention to it, you know, and I don't know. It's, I mean, but that's just the, what the market does. It, it's, it fluctuates. It's going to mm-hmm. fluctuate. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of like you, so this is the thing. I'm, like, emotional when it comes to my money. So I would feel some kind of way if it dropped all the way to the bottom to zero. And and then, I like, it was just gone. 
Because then I would feel like, well, dang, I should have just pulled it out. I knew it was going down. Like, why didn't I pull it down? I was listening to them. They said it would go back up, but it didn't have to yeah, go back same up. Same thing with the housing market. I feel like, I mean, it, you know, like, I don't know if it affected you all, but like in 2000, I'm going to say 2008, 2007, 2008, the housing market crashed mm-hmm. due to like the Lehman Brothers and all that stuff. And I feel like it's kind of going that way now because I feel like the home prices, I don't know about here, but I just noticed in Oklahoma City, the home prices is going up, 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 up. And I feel like they're going to go up so high to it's just going to crash. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same thing that happened in 2007, 2008. Yeah, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen. But that, that's what they tell you, like, to pay attention to that. And then when it crashed, make sure you have your money together so you can purchase your property or whatever when it's low. Right. And then it's, it's going to go back up. Exactly. And it's just, just pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. And I only know that because of my friend who has taught me how to trade and get into the market. He's like, when everything crashes down, I'm going to buy, 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 that, buy, that, buy. Me, buy. Me, too. <laughs> me too. I pay attention. I pay attention. And that, that 15% um, tariff stuff that caused everything to drop, but it's slowly going back up. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I know. Dante likes stocks. She likes boring stuff. It's not boring. Stocks is money. Oh, no, money's money not boring. Money's not boring. Money's money not boring. If you come up 20 ticks <laughs> one day, you will understand. He's like, no, this market is where it's at. <laughs> First of all, I grew up, maybe because I grew up in a house where my dad, like, every morning wants to watch stock market. Because they, like, my dad and my grandpa, my grandfather, they all have, like, stocks. And so just watching that, it's boring. Like, watching the stock market, watching it on TV, I just never could get into it. I don't watch it. I just read it. I just read to see what's going on. Like, I mean, in certain companies, like Beyond Meat, for example, like, mm-hmm. it's that really took off. And people didn't expect for that to really take off. So, I like to read that type of stuff. Like, stuff that's, you know, people kind of like, oh, I'm going to put my money in it to see where it's at and then it just take off. Yeah, sometimes you gotta take a chance. Like they said, like take a chance. Somebody when that man created like Amazon, people was just putting that little bit of money, just not thinking Amazon was gonna go nowhere. And it looked at it looked at it now. Even Netflix, like they have one in China, uh, Bidu, B I D U, okay, or whatever. And it's like a China Netflix, but I don't know. I kind of want to try to look into that. But I mean, it's growing or whatever. But it's not like where it should be. But I think eventually, I mean, look at where Netflix is today. Everybody has Netflix because they're getting rid of cable. And I think it'll be a global thing eventually. It will be. So, but it they definitely have will. So, um, well, thank you for joining us today. Oh, we you're very completely welcome. appreciate you filling in. Um, it's been pretty insightful. Um, yes. I guess we didn't really realize that you were an entrepreneur as well. So, I mean, kudos to that and all the men and their beards. You know, I need to meet one of these men that got this oil in in his beard from her. Like, while we here. I need to meet me a man that is getting a one beard treatment. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I was pro beard, but until I dealt with somebody who had a beard, and I, they didn't really watch. Now she beard. back pro beard. I mean, now you anti beard. I'm not anti beard, but I got. I'm gonna ask questions about your beard. Like, so do probably, you wash your beard? Probably because what you would need to question. do is kind of um, follow her till she gets her shampoo and like her oils and stuff set up. And then when she gets it all together, I, ain't into then gift I don't it. know. I ain't even dating. I ain't into nothing right now. So I, I can't even <laughs> tell you what I'm gift right it, Then gift it to someone and say, hey, babe, I think this is what might help. And then oh, make that your special thing. Definitely. If I get another guy who has a beard, I'm definitely going to your website. Okay. And I'll be like, come on, baby, let me massage. Let me wash this. Try to make it seem like Do you know how special <laughs> he will feel? Like, you'll you take it to a whole new level. Because I already like shower sex. So I'm going to just. 
Okay. Let me wash this place while we're here. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll, I'll go in it. Yeah. Sud it up. Look, look yes. and then get you the steam yeah. roll sometimes and massage his head. And, and, and be on top of him and just like rub yeah. his beard. Like, little yeah. me, you know, it's, it's really for you. The little oil yeah. and yeah. make it I feel good. Smell smell good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I think <laughs> that's like the highest form of intimacy when you just actually just you take the time to take care of your partner. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, very much so. So, does your partner use the product? Yes, all the time. And and his, his whole family. His oh, whole family. That's what's what's up. Up. Oh, nice. Even a family support girl. You better go. Yeah, you better, girl. You better stick. You just, just keep that. Every day, he's like, "Where's my beard oil?" Put it on. Oh, nice. He has a um a a little seven o'clock shadow. So okay. it's growing. Okay. okay, that's what's up. That's nice. what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, you have to keep us updated and let us know when you finish coming out with your line. We'll be out looking for you and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I definitely will. We will definitely make sure that we keep up with that. Um, you guys know we are on Seattle Hip Hop Radio every Monday and Friday at nine a.m. Central Standard Time. We are on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Apple iTunes. Um. We post a new episode every Sunday, um, and then, um, but you can listen to the podcast at any time on any of those platforms. You can go back and catch up, um, you know, if you've lost track of how we are, where we are, you can go back and catch up on that. We are on Instagram. We are Mocha T underscore podcast. We are on Facebook, Mocha T podcast, and Mocha T podcast on Facebook is Mocha, and then there's a space, and then T. And then there's a space and then podcast. So you can um, like this, like uh, that, um, the Facebook page. And then we are on Twitter as Mocha Tea Podcast. So catch us on all of our platforms. We are posting quite often throughout the week. Our Gmail. Um, our Gmail is mocha t 2018 um, at gmail.com. So any inquiries, you know, the blessing out of this is we actually just kind of got discovered. Not exactly sure. How did you guys find us? Dr. Pong, we found you. And then I started oh. listening to your podcast on YouTube. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Well, nice. So, um, clearly, being out there quite a bit kind of helps us as well. Um, we are wishing her safe travels on the way back. Talk about one year. Um, wishing her safe travels on her, on her tri- in her trip and on her way back. Hopefully, she'll make it back safely. Um, and on October 5th, in Oklahoma City, we will be having our one-year anniversary party. Um, we will be having it at Mark Fleming's studio space. Um, the address is 8860 Southwestern Avenue, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Did I get that right? Yes. Well, it's 8860 or 8806? I think it's 8860. I feel like it's 8860. Um, but anyway, we've got it posted on Facebook, um, and there's an event on Facebook, and there will be flyers and things that go up on Instagram shortly. It's 8860. So I did good. 8860 yeah. Southwestern. I'm from jealous. 4 to 7. From 4 to Your 7. Your memory is the bomb. <laughs> um, from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Come out, join us, have some cake, toast, um, some champagne. We will be doing a Q&A um, during that session as well, so we can answer a lot of you guys' questions, any things that you might want to know. I mean, you know, sky's the limit. 
this is your chance. Catch us, and we might answer some of your freakiest questions as well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not the conservative one. <laughs> she likes to think she conservative. Y'all just wait. All right. Y'all wait till she get a couple of them uh, drinks in. Right. She's going to answer some of them questions. Hold on. She's going she to yeah. come to the event drinking. <laughs> exactly. She's going to be drinking before she gets to so the event. So y'all get them Q&As. Just come on out. Right. And we'll be, we ain't even talked about we're going to be on the radio. We will be on the radio that morning um, at 9 a.m. or 8 a.m.? Tyler Media? 9 a.m. We got to be there at 9, Okay. So at 9 a.m., we will be on the radio. So guys, catch us on that. And then we'll be at OU Texas weekend. Um, yes. We are looking to do that, possibly have a vendor table that weekend um, and kind of hang out and see what that's about. So we got a lot coming up. Um, you guys just kind of stick with us, hang out with us, um, and we are out.